something for you, you ought to give him praise. You ought to give him glory. And you ought to give him all the honor that's due his holy and his righteous name. Because we didn't have to be here, but we are here of no goodness of our own. But because of the goodness of the Lord, he has brought us here once again. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, as we look back over our lives and we see where you have brought us from. You brought us, God, from a mighty long way. Hallelujah, a mighty long way. So that's enough to give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the praise was going up in the worship, I could barely contain myself because when I think about the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, my soul, my soul, my soul, hallelujah, cries out hallelujah because he's been my refuge, he's been my strength, he's been my fortress, he's been everything as the song says, he has been my everything, he has wiped away tears, hallelujah, he has kept me from dangerous hallelujah he has been my protection hallelujah has he been your protection here in this morning well you are to act like it hallelujah you are to act like he has done something not just one thing but some things for you because he has done so much that we just cannot tell it all but let's just think about it oh god hallelujah thank you god hallelujah glory 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 hallelujah as i have been studying and laying praying before the lord he revealed to me that there's many in here that are going through many storms whether it's a big storm or a small storm a storm is a storm and i'm reminded when i think about that of jesus who was sleeping in a boat when the storms was raging the wind and the waves he said peace be still in the midst of the storm he wasn't disturbed by what was going on so we got to take off our natural eyes and we got to see the thing in the spirit no matter what it is hallelujah hallelujah jesus hallelujah jesus i feel good in my soul on this morning this is the day that the lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it no matter what we're going through saints god is with us in the boat he is with us hallelujah hallelujah glory to god glory 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 hallelujah thank you jesus you may be seated, hallelujah, in the house of the Lord. This morning I come to give God glory and honor. I um, thank my pastor for allowing me to bring forth the word, for trusting me with this word. My Faith City family, I love y'all. My biological family that's sitting back there. My mother, my beautiful daughter, my handsome husband who is a volunteer of the year, praise God, here at Faith City Church. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Our message series is on the fruit of the Spirit and growing more like Jesus. 
The fruit of the Spirit is divided into three clusters or three divisions. The first cluster is love, joy, and peace. The second cluster is patience, kindness, and goodness. The third cluster is faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 21, it reads, The actions that are produced by selfish motives are obvious since they include sexual immorality, moral corruption, doing whatever feels good, idolatry, drug use, and casting spells, and another translation it says witchcraft, hate, fighting, obsession, losing your temper, competitive opposition, conflict, selfishness, group rivalry, or orgies, jealousy, drunkenness, partying the way the devil does, and other things like that. I warn you, as I have already warned you, that those who do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God because this uh, scripture reference to walking in the flesh. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 through 23 reference walking in the spirit or the fruit of the spirit but the fruit of the spirit but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law my assignment this morning is to talk about the fruit of peace and if I had to give it a subtopic, it would be, where is your peace? Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you once again for this opportunity. It's not by my own that I'm standing here, Lord Jesus, but I'm standing here going in you, in your strength, Lord God, and in your power, Lord Jesus. I'm asking God that um, you would just speak through me and in me God what I have prepared I prepare through your spirit and if there's anything Lord God that you want to change then I completely surrender to you this is all about you and about serving your people in the name of Jesus so now I decrease that you may increase have your way in this house today in Jesus name amen what is peace peace is a fruit of God's spirit and peace is defined in three different ways. The first is psychological peace. Psychological peace is the comfort within. It deals with us mentally or our mind. It's being at ease in our mind, free from the worry and the cares of this world, but resting completely in Christ. Secondly, relational peace. That's the harmony among brethren. Psalms 133 says, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Last night we uh, went to a dinner for the volunteers here at Faith City Church and what I seen there was love, I seen harmony, harmony. I seen unity, fellowshipping. Loving on one another and playing uh, different games, taking pictures and honoring 
uh, everyone. Nobody was higher than anybody. We all felt the same. We all felt loved. So that's what, that's what harmony among humanity represents. Spiritual peace, that's that peace, peace which is between God and man. That peace that surpasses all understanding. You can't explain. It is only by God. I was reminded um, of when I was pregnant, I had to be rushed to the hospital. And when I got there, um, I was told that my placenta had this detached itself from the womb. So they had to do an emergency C-section. So when I laid in the operating room or in the uh, room that they prepare you for, for operation, for the C-section, the machine was there and it was monitoring the labor and the contraction pains. And the nurse said to me, are you in any pain? And I told her, no. And so she asked me again, are you in any pain? And I said, no, and why do you ask me that? She said, because according to the monitor, you're in labor and you're having contractions. However, I couldn't feel the pain. I couldn't feel the contractions. I couldn't tell you what one felt like today. So when I pondered that later on, I thought, God, well, what is this? What is this? And he said, that was that peace. That was that spiritual peace that I had given you. you. I went through other pain within the pregnancy, but I didn't go through any in the delivery room. Praise God. So that is the spiritual peace. The Bible illustrates how sin can damage or it can wipe out all three types of peace, the psychological peace, the relational peace, and the spiritual peace. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27 is an illustration of God creating man and man being at peace with God himself and everyone else. There was no confusion. It was just beautiful. It was comfortable. You know that it was all God. So God created man in his own image in the image of God, he created them. So everything he made was perfect. Everything he made was beautiful. It was not to be messed with. After God created man, he gave him instruction about the garden. He, the instruction was to obey and to live peacefully. The instruction in Galatians 2 and 16 through 17, it says, and the Lord God commanded, that word commanded there means he warned the man saying of every tree of the garden, you may eat freely. So he gave him free reign to do, to eat the one that he told him to eat. But in verse 17, it says, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in that day that you eat, you shall surely die. So here we see how God, where God gave him the command or the warning. And just like us, he does the same thing. He gives us a command or he will tell us what to do or what not to do. But a lot of times we won't listen and we'll go in our own flesh and we'll do whatever it is that the enemy is talking to us about. So there we'll lose our peace because we did not follow the instructions of God. Genesis 3, 2 through 4 says, And the woman said to the serpent, You may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of, but the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. 
Then the serpent said to the woman, you, you shall not surely die. Now, when I was looking at this, I thought, I said, here Eve is having a conversation with the serpent. Another word is the devil or the enemy when she had already, when God had already given her instructions. So she took her mind off of God. She, she took our focus off of God and she put it on the enemy. So that's why it's so important that we have to continue, that we need to listen to God and listen to his directions and don't allow the enemy to snatch that word that he has planted inside of us. Amen. So um, we realize that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So that's exactly what his plan was. It was for them back in the garden, and it's for us now. He doesn't like us. In fact, the Bible tells us that he hates us. So we have to be on guard. And the way, one of the ways we can be on guard is to have our spiritual clothing on, to put on the armor of God so that we can stand up against the wiles and the schemes of the devil. Amen. Okay, so that peace was lost when they turned against God. Genesis 3, 6 through 7. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and she ate. She also gave some to her husband and he ate with her. Then the eyes of both were opened and they knew they were naked. And they sold fig leaves together and made themselves covering. So here in these scriptures, we see where Adam and Eve had lost their peace. We know they lost their peace because they took their eyes off God. They um, tried to, they made fig leaves and coverings trying to hide what they did. They tried to hide it. But how many know we cannot hide anything from God? He will expose what needs to be exposed so he can get us right. God is doing some works here, and he wants to make sure that whatever is in us that's not right, that it is being, that is coming up, that he's purging us from it. He's cleaning us because there's a work that needs to be done in the body of Christ. God is soon, Jesus is soon to come back, and we don't have time to listen to the devil. We need to be on our knees. We need to be fasting, and we need to be praying. We need to be hearing from God. Last month, pastor spoke on um, hearing the voice of God, and that's what we have to to do get in that posture so that we can hear directly what he is saying to us uh, I was reminded in the book of 2nd Samuel 11 where David also had lost his peace and how he lost his peace was he uh, committed adultery with Bathsheba he took another man's wife and then he also tried to hide what he did but Again, God exposed it. He sent the prophet Nathan, and Nathan went to David and gave him a little story. And when I thought about it, I thought, wow, uh, God had set David up. He didn't have to want for anything. He could have had as many wives as he wanted. He didn't have to take somebody else's wife. So he uh, tried to cover it up by having Uriah, her husband, killed, put him on the front line. He knew he wanted to kill him. He was going to, there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He was going to be killed. And he did that to cover it up, but it did not work. And we cannot afford to let the enemy um, talk to us, talk us out of the things of God. We just cannot afford to do that. Amen. Amen. So um, they had lost, Adam and Eve had lost their psychological peace. 
They allowed the serpent to control their mind again. They allowed the serpent to talk to them and fill them, their head with lies. Because how many know that Satan is the father of lies? He doesn't tell you the truth about nothing. If God tells you one thing and then he tells you another thing, we, need, we have to listen to God's voice because he is the father of lies. Relational peace. They were no longer in harmony with God. They had no more harmony with God. They were separated from God. God was not with them because and spirit, uh, the spiritual peace tells us he wasn't with them because of their disobedience. They were disobedient. They disobeyed the word of God when he gave them instructions way back in the garden. So what are some of the things that cause you or cause us as the body of Christ to lose our peace? There's a few things that came in my spirit as I was preparing to serve. And one thing would be a job. Sometimes you can go on your job and um, you don't feel any peace because things are going on. There may be something going on with you and another co-worker or your boss. Um, I'm a substitute teacher, and a lot of times I go in and I have to sit down at a desk, and it is just so messy. And I know that the enemy's job is to... Uh, take me away from my peace once I get in there, but I find a certain space on that desk to put my computer and the lesson plans, and I get it done so that I can go home and go home peacefully. Amen. <laughs> Relational, which would include marriage. The enemy tries to uh, destroy marriages. He doesn't like marriages. He hates marriages. He, he wants uh, us to be in discord with our spouses. But we know the word of God tells us that Jesus is, we should make him the center of our marriage at all times. If we're having any problems, any difficulties, he's the one that designed marriage. So we need to go back and to the original designer and he will continue to give us the blueprint, the original plan for the marriage. Amen. Friends, sometimes friends will cause you to lose your peace. And if that's happening, that is a really good sign that that friend is no longer with you, needs to be with you this season in your life. And, and uh, I always think about if that person is not going in that direction, then you need to move on so that God can put some new friends that are going in the same direction that you are going on, going in for this season in your life. Children, children, yes, yes. How many got children in here? A lot of us have children in here, and if we allow them to, um, to, that we can lose our peace as well. I don't care if the child is an infant or an adult child. When your children are adults, you still have some things that you have to go through with your adult children. But I'm reminded of the word that tells us to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart, meaning they will come back to the word that you planted inside of them. You sent them to church, when you sent them to Sunday school, when you sent them to Bible school, or when they had other people at home, because we're supposed to teach them at home. Charity begins at home with everything that we have placed inside of them. It will come back. Do I have any witnesses out there? Yes. Amen. Um, three, comparison. Comparing yourself to someone else. When we compare ourselves to someone else, we lose our peace. We not only lose our peace, but we lose our joy as well. Psalms 139 says, God made each and every one of us. We are fearfully and we are wonderfully made. We are unique. I can't pray like Mom Elder Rosa. I can't um, preach like Elder Hayes. 
but I can do what God has ordained me to do in my, in my strength, the strength that he has gave me. I'm sorry, not my own strength, but in the strength that God has gave me. So don't uh, make the comparison. That is a trick of the enemy to get your mind disarrayed. Amen. Jealousy, 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 envy, Jealousy can kill. It can kill naturally and it can kill spiritually when you don't have to be jealous of anyone. God, we are a a designer's original, just like in Psalm 139 again. We are all unique. We're different. We're supposed to be different. We're not supposed to sing alike. We're not supposed to dance alike. We are all different. You never know what a person has gone through. So please don't be jealous of anybody because you have no idea the tears that they had to shed, the nights they had to cry, the nights they had to lay down God, hallelujah, and calling on God, asking him to be with them, to help them because they feel like they're going to lose their mind, hallelujah. Thank you. So don't never be jealous of anyone because you don't know their cost. Hallelujah. The Bible says you don't know the cost of the oil in my alabaster box. You don't want to walk in my shoes because you don't know where I walked at or anyone else. That's not just for me. That's for everybody. Hallelujah. What about those finances? Malachi in the third chapter, it tells us to not rob God. Don't rob him through our tithe and our offering. We lose our peace when we do not do what the Bible tells us to do. And we are to give him 10% of that tithe. And he, as we instruct as uh, we give the 90% to him, he will lead us. He will guide us. He will give give us instruction on how to um, manage our money, how to budget. It belongs to him. Everything belongs to him. So go back to him and he will show you so that we can do kingdom business, so we can get more things for the kingdom and then go out and do whatever else needs to be done because the kingdom is expensive. Kingdom business is expensive and we need the funds Uh, Six is not setting boundaries, being a yes person all the time. We can't do everything. We have one body. God gave us one body. So sometimes we're going to have to say no to some things or pray about it. Some things you automatically know is no, but then if you don't know, pray about it. And don't don't feel bad if you have to say no, because if you say yes, then you go back sometimes and say, well, now I can't do that. Well, doesn't the Bible tells us that let our yes be yes and our no be no. Anything after that is sin. That's the enemy using you to make up excuses as to now you can't do it when you should have said no in the very beginning. Amen. Clutter, clutter. Going back to the clutter, we want to, um, God is an organizer. God loves to be organized. And as children of God, we ought to love what he loves and hate what he hates. But he wants our lives to be organized in every sense of the way, in our home, and on our jobs, and everything that we do so that we don't lose our peace with all of the clutter and, um, and all of the noise, you know, when we uh, need to steal away and sit at Jesus' feet. It's so that we can be alone, so we can be quiet, so we can be still, so we can hear God with all, without all the noise or all of the clutter. So if we lost our peace, can peace be restored? Yes. Restoration of peace between God and man. Isaiah 53 and verse 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement or the punishment for our peace, our peace, was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. I heard that in a song this morning. Jesus Christ, God's only son, was sent to our world to take away all of our sins. He did so by allowing himself to be crucified, and it was that sacrifice that made it possible for us to have peace again, that restoration with ourselves, peace with each other, and peace with God. So, yes, it is possible if you lost your peace somewhere down the line, it is possible because Jesus took our peace upon him. He was already punished, so how dare we walk around allowing ourselves to feel punished by the enemy when Jesus already done the work for us. So we have to just go back to the word and we got to read that word and we got to fill ourselves up with the word that's going to keep us every single day. So how, got a little bit ahead of myself, but how do we keep and protect our peace once it is restored? By renewing our minds daily. And how do we do that? We do that again in the word of God, by fasting, by praying, going to Bible study, coming to church, doing everything that you know to do, Bible study aids at home. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform or not be, do not be like the pattern of this world, but be transformed, meaning to be changed by the renewing of our minds or the renewing of your mind. So that is how our peace can be restored. So don't let anyone tell you that God won't restore because he's already, again, gone to the cross just for us, not for every single one of us that's in here. So if you've been having mental attacks in any kind of way, if you've been dealing with depression and oppression, first of all, that's demonic. It's not of God. God came to set us free. His word said, whom the son set free is truly free indeed. So why should we depress, be depressed or why should we be discouraged? We have to take back what the enemy took from us. So if he stole it, take it back. It doesn't belong to him. Hallelujah. It doesn't belong to him. Take it back. Take back everything. If you lost your joy, I know we're talking about peace, but if you lost your joy, let take it back. Don't go another day without your joy, without your peace, without your happiness. Don't go another day. Let Satan be a liar. He is a liar. Again, the father of lies. Hallelujah. Scriptures that we can continue to meditate on pertaining to our peace. Isaiah 9 and verse 6 says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He is our Wonderful Counselor. He is the Head Counselor. He's a Counselor of all Counselors. I'm a Counselor, Pastor Counselor, Lady V Counselor, but there is no Counselor like the Lord Almighty. Nobody can do you, as I heard in the song, nobody can do you like our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He is our prince of peace. He is our bright morning star. He is our mind. Somebody said he is my mind regulator. Hallelujah. He is a God that gives me peace in the midst of the battle. He is a God that gives me peace in the midst of the storm. He is a God that holds me. He is a God that rocks me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He came to set each and every one of us free. 
He did. He did that just for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Wonderful God. My father and my friend. I love him so much on today because he's done so much for me. He has done so much for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John 14 and 27 says, peace I leave I leave with you, and my peace I give to you, not as the world gives it to you. That's that phony peace. That's that peace that we talked about in the book of Galatians, walking in the flesh. That's the world's peace. That's not God's peace. Hallelujah. But God gives us peace. He gives us peace. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Do not let it be afraid. We should not be walking around filled with anxiety. We should not be on heart, heart monitors. Our heart should not be palpitating. We speak back to those palpitations. We command our heart. We command our bodies to line up with the word of God. Hallelujah. There will be no premature deaths. And nobody is going nowhere until God says it's time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For God we live and for God we die. We got a work to be done. We can't be all tied up with all the cares of this world. We got to keep our mind stayed on our Lord and Savior Jesus. Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalms 23, 1 through 2, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. When I read that, I like to say, I make it very personal. The Lord is Cassandra's shepherd. The Lord is Hallelujah. Each and every one of you, he he is our shepherd. He can share himself with everybody that is in here. I shall not be in want, which is telling us we have no need for anything. We don't have a need for anything because we belong to God. We belong to the high, the most high God. We are royalty. We have an inheritance. Let us remember that. That we don't have to want. So if you are in need of food, money, clothing, whatever you need, it is all in God. And verse 2, it says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Lying down means that you're resting like Jesus was in a boat. That you're still, no matter what's coming, my, coming your way. Green, when I think about green, green represents life. It does not represent death. So let's think about that green and the life that it represents. Hallelujah says he leads me beside the still or the quiet waters, shutting out all the noise, shutting out all the lies, shutting out everything that Satan is trying to see, deceive you with, shutting it all out. It's still hallelujah. It is still hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In closing, my questions that I ask, where is your psychological peace? Where is your relational peace? And where is your spiritual peace? Is it in God or is it in man? Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 7, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace, there it is again, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. No worry, 
No fear, no panic attacks. I bind panic attacks right now in the name of Jesus. If you've been bombarded with panic attacks, I rebuke it. I send it back to the pit of hell from where they came from. I speak peace over your life. Peace be still in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, whom the Son set free is free indeed. He is truly free indeed. Rebuke him. The Bible says if you resist the devil, he will flee from you how do I know because I've tried it every time he tries to come up I sin I cast down the stronghold I send him back to the pit of hell where he came from hallelujah I tell the devil you're a lying wonder you can't have my mind you can't have it my mind is free my mind is in Christ Jesus hallelujah I wear the helmet of salvation hallelujah and my feet are shod with the gospel what is the gospel the gospel is the word of God the word of God, hallelujah, which brings me peace, hallelujah. It brings me peace, hallelujah. It brings me peace, hallelujah. In the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trial, in the midst of everything that I'm going through, in the name of Jesus, our wonderful, our sweet Savior, our mighty counselor, hallelujah. There's nobody like him on today. Do you love him? Do you love him? Do you love Jesus, the King of kings? The Lord of Lords, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Hallelujah. He is my. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hand on your head and tell the Lord that you are my peace. Nobody take it away that you are my peace. Peace be still. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you. Oh, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, it's prayer time.